Welcome to the Disobedient Scientist Podcast. I'm Patty Martin. Every week, we will explore how to heal, integrate, rethink, and create authenticity in our lives. We will explore activism through pleasure and through play, and how climate change intersects with it all. Through a little bit of science and a little bit of woo, we will have some really juicy conversations. Welcome. Hey everyone. So I started my climate journey, my climate healing, from a place of disconnection, one of distance. I didn't know what it was that I should be doing. I felt completely overwhelmed, maybe at the worst times, scared, felt a lot of rage at the systems that were creating the problem. And I didn't really believe that there was anything I could do to help the quote unquote situation. I kind of just thought our species was fucked and that we were all just riding off into the sunset together. But there was also this quiet little voice that I could sometimes hear asking me, what if, what if I could do more? What if I could help? What if I could make my decisions differently? What if I could live my life differently? What if I could change my relationship to myself and live up to my morals and values that I hold so dear? And for me, I followed this voice. And in doing so, I found my community. I found deep, heartfelt connection. I found empowerment. And I found a fuck ton of hope. And now I am looking to bring this, all that I have learned, to anyone who needs it. So if you are feeling stuck or guilty or overwhelmed or angry or furious, you have all that climate rage and anxiety, and you want a different relationship with the climate, with yourself, you want to be more in integrity, hit me up. I am so excited. I am expanding my program. I have three new spots for the month of June. And to be honest, I have been working now. I'm all over the world. I'm working with businesses and destinations. And the thing that comes up the most for me, the thing I desire most, is to really make sure that my community comes along with me on my journey. And so if you're listening to this, I know you. You are my friend. You are my colleague. I will support you in helping change the way your brain works, helping you manage these murky emotional spaces that is climate change. I will help you design decisions that are pivotal in your life to be more climate friendly, to be more mindful, to be more thoughtful. And we'll do this all through some really fun, playful, fucking sexy climate actions. Like this is not going to be a sterile to-do list of this is what you need to do. This is going to be fun. This is going to be full of like sparkle and play and oopsies and experimentation. We are going to live the fucking experiment that is life. And we're going to create some freaking ripples of change. 
because, and maybe this is the most hidden secret of in the climate action space, when you are engaged in the world, when you are helping heal the problem, when you are changing the system, you feel like a fucking badass. And that's what I want you to feel like. A badass. Let me help you feel like a badass. Hit me up. The link's in the show notes to find out more. This is going to be fun. Let's do this. So today's episode is an homage to the bees and what we can learn from them. Do you know that feeling? The atmosphere of your emotions that can communicate non-verbally to others. The vibes that you unconsciously put out into the world. The understanding when someone walks into a room through a door and you just know exactly what their feeling is. To me, this is an example of magic. An innate magic yet to be lost. Most of us can feel and understand it. It is not gendered. It is intuition at its finest. I learned this magic really young. And I learned it from nature. Two creatures to be specific. Rattlesnakes and bumblebees. So when I was a little girl, I remember going on these, what I thought of as really long walks with my mother and my little sister. And we lived in the middle of nowhere, out in the mountains. And we would walk along these dirt roads and see these long, stretched out rattlesnakes sunning themselves in the road. And I learned if I remained relaxed and easy, in good faith, they reciprocated that energy. They just laid there. They were like, We're chill, yo. But if I got scared or anxious, reactive to that fear that I felt as a little girl of something that was dangerous to me, the rattlesnakes would sense it. They would start to move. They would curl. They would shake their tails in warning at me, really setting that boundary of like, back the fuck off. So I learned to relax like two, three years old. I learned to relax my stomach, to dial down that feeling of fear and connect with snakes by sending out love to them. As only an innocent little girl could do, by the way. I was constantly just sending out sparkles and love to everything um, in nature. And I learned to also do this with bees. So as a kid, if a bee came and checked me out, I would give it love. And I would never get stung. Like they might bomb me, right? Like they might zoom around. They might even land. They're definitely checking me out. But if I just said like, hello back to them, they just fly off. But if I countered with fear or aggression, violence, The fucking shit was on, and to be honest, we both end up losing. Me with a sting, the bee with its life. And that always really struck me, that B 
bees give the ultimate sacrifice to protect that which they love. And this is a value in my highest moments that I aspire to live up to, to protect that which I love. I have learned magic, honor, emotional regulation, and protection from bees. Bees are the artists of the world. They create beautiful geometric shapes. They are builders of fractals, have the strength to withstand great forces. Bees are healers. They are makers of medicine. They are producers of potent life force energy. Their honey is sweetness. It heals wounds, sore throats. It potently energizes. What bees produce is integrated into so many things. Bees have taught me resilience, adaptability, how to give to the world, how to begin again and again once something crumbles or is taken away from me. Because isn't that what a bee is doing every time a honey is harvested? It just continues. It makes more. From bees, I have learned soul work to nurture my community. I find it easy to dive into the poetic nature of bees, to see their lives as a metaphor of mine. However, they are more similar than I have ever give them, given them credit for. A new study has shown that bees can actually recognize faces. Bees can recognize my face. They recognized my face when I was a little girl and now as an adult. So a honeybee brain has about 1 million neurons. A human brain has about 100 billion. That's a really big difference. So big that it's actually really hard to imagine the comparison in size. 1 million seconds is about 11 days. 100 billion seconds is about 3,000 years. But even with this phenomenal difference in brain networks, bees can recognize faces. And they do it in the exact same way as us. They use this method called configural processing, where they piece together components of the face to recognize unique patterns. So to a bee, I am not just an anonymous human walking by anymore. I am now Patty the human. I have always been Patty the human to them. This study shows that not only can bees differentiate people, they remember how you treat them. I find this to be an incredibly powerful understanding, and it nods to how deeply colonization invades our worldview and connection to nature. Our capacity to forget and to think of nature as other, as the bees as others, as just a little freaking bug that's annoying us that could potentially harm us. To think of Earth as an unloving it. To disregard our interconnectedness. To view things on Earth as dangerous or utilitarian. In the society I grew up in, we have been taught to disconnect ourselves from the world around us. These are the principles of colonization. 
so that we may feel anonymity when we are in nature. And when we are anonymous, we are disconnected. We are not recognized for our actions and we are not held accountable to them. Anonymity unmoors us from reality. All we have to do is look to social media to see the hurt and hate that is spewed from anonymous action. This finding about the recognition of bees is powerful in that it reminds me we are not anonymous. We are being witnessed, whether we want to admit it or not, by the living creatures on this earth. And to me, it brings forth a question that I want to live my life by. Who are we when we think nobody is watching? When we can't make money off the moment? When we're not in spaces to get a follower or a like? Do we view the earth and the life it supports as sacred, as cherished, as interconnected and part of us? I guess this is the ultimate gift from the bee. Once again, they invite us back to self, back to connection, back to healing. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Talk with you next week. 